We pray, Father, that as we lift you up, that as you said, all would be drawn unto you. And we bless you as our Heavenly Father. We claim at that same moment that we are your children, that we belong to you. Remind us, Lord God, who we are and whose we are as we proclaim who you are. In the name of the Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Communion. I hope you have your elements with you here in the house of the Lord today and at your home, uh, wherever you may be online. Uh, if you have some juice and bread to take this with us, we encourage you to do that wherever you are. Um, you know, I appreciate the fact that we have these individually sealed and safe ways of taking communion. I don't know that it would have been wise for us to have continued to do that had we not had this, but there's something about this that just didn't, I hope we don't have to do this forever. <laughs> you know? And, and part of it is because of the way it almost does violence to what communion means. You know, I, I was taught the ways of uh, the sacraments of the church by an Anglican. And he was very particular about what the sacraments meant and how sacred they are and how as a pastor I sure better be accountable to God for, for how we share it. That's something I take very seriously. He warned me against even serving communion at weddings to just the couple. I had done that time after time. I'd seen it done time after time. And he said, no, 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 no. No, communion is a corporate experience not an individual experience. You don't offer the body of Christ to a select few. He offers himself to all. What are you doing, young man? <laughs> Communion is not just a personal thing, though it is. It's also a we thing. From one loaf, the many are fed. From Christ, he makes of us one because he is the lamb now lives within us. The children of Israel went forth from Passover with one lamb being shared amongst that household. They were made one in what they shared. When we partake of this sacrament, we don't just do it individually, though that's important, to have our own hearts right, to be open to the Lord ourselves, to confess our own sins. It is a very personal thing, but it's also a we thing. And if we take that seriously, when Jesus calls us to love one another and we actually do it, we don't just fulfill his calling upon us. We build each other up as the body of Christ. It's a we thing. All ships rise with this tide of grace. So as we come to offer ourselves to God, God turns around and offers us to one another as brothers and sisters in the same family, as people living this life not only with him, but in the strength of living it with one another. That's why the church often does this as a together thing. I'd like to show you a slide here uh, of, some, of some bread and some juice. Actually, there it is, there it is, there it is. Th those are flying ibis, and, and they've learned that they not only fly in formation like ducks and geese and 
some of the other large wingspan birds that migrate and so forth, but the ibis actually sequences the flapping where, where one is rising on the wings and the drift of another. They're not just in the sweet spot of where they've cleared the air for the next one, but they're also getting extra lift from the wings of the one just in front of them. So it's believed that they can uh, uh, fly up to 30 or 40% farther if they fly together. But they say that takes incredible attention to one another to pull that off. Loving one another is not just a me thing, it's a we thing. It's me paying attention to you and you paying attention to me and we both lifting each other up when we need the strength of the Lord offered to each other, right? It's a we thing. We can fly 30 and 40% farther. You know, planes, pilots fly in formation for the same reason. They conserve fuel when they're in formation. <laughs> now, that's not of 30% more strength. Does that really make a difference? Well, it does if you have to fly 20% farther than you've got in your tanks. It's life or death sometimes, folks. That friend that notices when we're down and we wondered if even God has abandoned us. And somebody says, Brother, I notice you're struggling today. What's going on? Lord Jesus, this life that you give us in yourself. Help us to find it in one another when we need it. Help us to be walking wells of living water in which you dwell, in which you live. Father, make us so attentive to one another that your presence never seems far away. You came, after all, to bring us yourself, and you came incarnate in flesh until still today. Your spirit longs to be incarnate in your people, to live in and through us, that we might know your touch through one another's notice and attentiveness. Help us to live this life together. And all our American individualism, Father, help us to know the strength of Christian community. We thank you that on the night that you gave yourself up for us, you took bread. You gave thanks to the Father, and you broke the bread, and you gave it to your disciples, saying, Take and eat from this, all of you, for this is my body, which is broken for you, broken for you for the forgiveness of sins. And likewise, after supper, you took the cup. And you gave thanks to our Father, and you gave it to your disciples, saying, Take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, as you renew this covenant within us, and we renew it with you, Father, we thank you that you also renew our relationships with one another. In any way those relationships are strained, if any way those relationships are disconnected, Father, we pray that your grace would do its work to make of us your people, your family. Make us brothers and sisters. 
not just fellow attendees. Brothers and sisters, because we share the same Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for this grace given us that we might give it to others. In Jesus' name, amen.